Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, welcome in. Monday, Monday, three editions. <laughs> three dudes. <laughs> three dudes, Monday edition. That's what it is. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there in the bright, hot radio land. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, y'all, I have done wrong, I think. Maybe. Uh, I think y'all know. Well, Mary- we know that, Del. You always do. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But Mary Susan has been out of town for six weeks now. We have a, a small cottage up in Mont Eagle, Tennessee, and she's been up there with the grandchildren. And, and I've been going up on weekends. And it's, it's been a wonderful summer. They came home. Uh, let's see. They came home. All three grandchildren came home Friday. And they go to Agatha School, which actually starts uh, next Tuesday. Starts Wednesday. This Wednesday. It starts Wednesday? Yeah, August 2nd, sir. Okay, okay. Start on Wednesday. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we're we're trying to get ours back in the routine, and it is not working out well at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I I can imagine. You mean the teachers aren't the only ones groaning and moaning this week? Yeah. (laughs) Now, now, now public public schools don't start back until the 7th. Yeah, Coach Mike Lyle on the board there, a retired school teacher. And loving every minute of it this week. <laughs> um, you know what it's like, Mike. That's right. His first week back is tough. Well, you know, the problem the problem that I've created, though, is that the housekeeper who comes in, I don't know how, maybe once a week or once every two weeks, uh, she up and quit. <laughs> uh, not good. Uh, you know, I'm... Better put an apron on. I guess, but I, I think she was voting with her feet on the condition I leave the house in. <laughs> and so, um, not good. I mean... Not too bad, just some empty dickle bottles and stacked up dishes, but uh you know uh over pizza trays. Yeah, maybe some of that. <laughs> yeah, I've had some time to yourself, so you know. I know. That's not making me very popular with the missus these days. <laughs> oh no, oh no. Yeah. Uh, I thought you was the boss. Well, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, on air, on air. Let me hear you. Well, I, yes, Miss York. I mean, whatever. I'm in trouble. You get the last word. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Something like that. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yes, dear. Okay, dear. Yep, yep, yep. So much for the boss performance. <laughs> oh well, anybody knows anybody looking for some housekeeping work? Give me a call. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you know. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really my, my situation. It really could have been worse. Oh me. Okay. And she's coming home. I think Sunday. So. 
Oh, Sunday? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to hustle around and do something. All right, folks. Uh, you know, the, the big news here locally is the Murray County School Board um, voted to uh, reject the application of American classical schools to form a charter school here in Murray County. Um, it's not over. In fact, it's maybe for the best. It now goes to the state commission, and the state commission can establish uh, a charter school here in this county without a buy your leave or input from the school board. Uh, I've been in the cesspool of social media all weekend. And, you know, looking at what people are saying about this issue, and clearly it falls on party lines. Uh, Republicans are in favor of charter schools. Democrats are against them. Uh, Now, we have a county that has reliably voted two-thirds Republican for a decade or more now. And so clearly the school board is not reflecting the will of the people of Murray County. Well, there was a one Republican that you know, ended up being a swing vote that well, voted yes the first time, no the second time. That's that's a whole other subject. We'll right. take that up. But yes, we had one Republican who switched his vote to a, to a, a, a no on the uh, school on the application of the char- American classical schools. Uh, but clearly, when you look at the social media world out there, uh, it the the people in Murray County, the Republicans are for it, Democrats are against it. Two-thirds of the people in Murray County are Republican. Uh, so we have a, a, an elected school board, which is not following the will of the voters in Murray County. No, Duck, I wouldn't say that. That's, I'd say the, the people that turn out to go to school board meetings is always a small minority. And again, we have a small minority trying to dictate to the majority. A lot of people didn't come to meetings, don't know what it's about, and don't affiliate too much with what's going on in the school system. So it's a mismatch. It's it's believed that most Democrats voted against it. Republicans voted against it, too. And I talked to some uh, board members myself, and the main issue, I think, was American classical schools didn't have a, 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 a track record. And the other thing, my v- belief is that they put a guy down here who's a slick talker, and they said, we're going to take advantage of these dumb Southerners, which Larry Arn did say people in education in the state of Tennessee were dumb. And and I think that, that impacted some of the decision. Uh, but I think, by and large, most people don't even know what the classical school system is, and they didn't participate. So you have a small minority, again, trying to dictate to the majority well mr york you can gaslight yourself into thinking that if you want but if you look across facebook instagram twitter whatever clearly the clearly the the republicans of this county were for it the democrats were against it and it just fell right down party lines clayton what what uh i think there were some republicans that voted no too that maybe aren't partisan as far as uh, uh, all right, well, let's get this fellow Steve McGee aside. He's uh, yeah. I still think there were some Republicans who voted no. He's he's a school board member from uh, Kalioka. Yes, yes. And he he, he voted yes. Yeah, the first he initially, he voted yes. End up voting no. 
uh, got up in the middle of a meeting at one point and declared that American classical schools were uh, affiliated with Antifa, at least according to reports I've heard, and there's several reports. And, um, you know, that, that's a crazy town, folks, and I, I doubt uh, Mr. McGee will uh, survive as a school board member as uh, he's not going to have any Republican support anymore. Uh, probably won't even have, won't even be the Republican uh, nominee come next election. Uh, now, for Mr. McGee, that won't be till 2026. Uh, but now, uh, the, he, go ahead, Ms. Short. I was going to say the other thing, I think, was the, the brazing comments that Phil Shank made uh, about accusing the school board of plagiarism along with uh, Sapickney threatening to have a hearing in Nashville of the board members to investigate it. And then, you know, even uh, Seth asked him, were you going to kind of recant that? And he said, oh, no, I'm still going to say it It was plagiarism. I mean, making accusations, the same application was applied in Murray County, that was in Rutherford County, that was in Madison, and and many schools answered the the the, resin, the application the same way, and they turn it down the same way. Words are words; the same words can be used. How are you going to just say they plagiarized the application? Well, was that brought up uh, in the meeting, Mr. York? I know Scott brought that up on here uh, and said, "Yeah, and he, yeah, it was he, brought up during." He the meeting. did bring it up in the meeting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, now. Phil didn't appear on the front line like he did the first board meeting. He was standing in the back along with uh, Sapickney. But, yeah, uh, Sapickney got an opportunity to speak because uh, Miss Nutt uh, asked him to, to make comments. And I think that 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 gorded the, the school board the wrong way. Was that, was that before? In an, invest, in an investigation? That was before the vote. Before, okay, so it was before the vote and okay. not after. Yeah. Okay. All right, but... Mc- Clayton McGee aside, the school board members who voted, did they vote along party lines? Well, you got to remember that half the board. Right. They have, did not run as a exact, Republican or, or Democrat. Democrat. Yeah. So some of them, you may not really know what they are. Right. Exactly. Okay. So. And, you know, the homeschool people are taking a position on the school board. I don't have a problem with people that, that are homeschooling their kids. But, gee whiz, don't be extreme when you're on the board. You know, have a oh, I see, I hear that there's homeschool a, kids. I hear there's a uh, some homeschool folks that are really against this charter school. So, yeah. I don't know the, the school board member. I forget her name. She made a passionate plea, and and you know they're talking about choice. And she said she felt bad the way they were bashing the Murray County school system. I mean, they should help the school system instead of bashing it. The other thing was that. We do have choice in Murray County. We've got 21 schools. And I'm a full believer that, yeah, if we got problems with the school system, fix the existing school system. If you have a flat tire on your car, you don't go buy another car. Well, here's the thing. Murray County school system, they have shown improvement in their scores. The scores came out, what, not long ago. They went up. You know, we're heading, you know, at least we're going in the right direction as far as where our scores are going. So, you know, I... Yeah, I don't think there's time to be pointing fingers or blaming anybody, but you know, yeah. But me, me personally, I like choice, being able to have choices, you know, with my children's education. So, 
you got 21 choices, plus you got Agathos, you got uh, Zion, you got uh, I agree. Oh, I, I, Academy. You I got agree. plenty of choice in Murray but, County. But as a, county. As, as a tax, not a large county. Yeah, but as a taxpayer, if a school's willing to come in and build a building, um, although... You know, yeah, I think that's another point. I, well, I was going to say, that, yeah, that, that's the thing that's really going to backfire. I mean, we were talking about a hundred million dollar building that the American classical schools were uh, prepared to build, and now that burden, unless the state approves uh, approves this application, now that burden will fall on Murray County taxpayers because we we got so much growth, we're going to have to have more schools. Well, and but Del, I think you don't know if they're going to build a building. That was a lot of promises. See, that, that's another thing I think the board members looked at. Correct. All that was promises to do. You don't know if they were going to have kids housed in in, in uh, temporary buildings or what. They didn't uh, have a place. They didn't have the transportation worked out. They didn't have anything. And what they're saying is, let's see what they do in other counties that approve it. And then we'll make a decision. Well, and Mr. Say, York, you're just proving my point. I mean, first of all, I mean they are a, the cla- classical the charter schools in Tennessee are a public school, period, and they've got to have all the services that any public school would have, period. So that means they've got to provide a building, and it has to comply with state codes and requirements and all that kind of stuff. So that that's uh, that any other public school has to comply with. It, it, clearly, what's going on here is that uh, their uh, Democrats, uh, including you, are just categorically opposed to charter schools. You've never seen one you like, and won't ever see one you like. But Delk, the pro- this is the problem I'm trying to explain to you. If they had a building and a location, and they could advertise, "Hey, this is the building," then we you would have voted yes. Then you were. You- I may have voted yes for it, but don't they don't have it. anything but promises, 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 promises. The people who voted this down wouldn't vote for a charter school if it included a free gold mine. Um, it, it's it's just they're they're philosophically opposed to charter schools, and you know. I think that it, it may be fairly clear, at least the school board has now, there were uh, Michael Fulbright chair and there were uh, five school board members who voted in favor. Six, five, yeah. And uh, If it had been on party lines based on people who have identified as certain either Republicans or Democrats, it would have passed. Yeah, well, Steve McGee just went wacky. I mean, not even Mr. York thinks that Antifa associated with American classical schools. But uh, I don't think he said Antifa. I think he said some other group. I've, I've, he didn't say Antifa. He said some other group. I've heard he said that from two reliable sources. It's but, on film. We'll just have to go back and, and, yeah. and get clarification. All right, All right we're breaking, but... Uh, but but like I say, there's so many so many holes in that presentation by American Classical Schools. The school board did the best they could with the information at hand. Those promises don't mean a hill of beans. And then the last thing I'm gonna say, one school will not solve the growth problem in Murray County. Well, I've never will said not dealt. Oh, I agree. Well, with I, that. I, we agree with that, Mr. York. Uh, we agree. Um, all right, let's take a break and come back. You 
Mavericks of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America, and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group. 
or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Back three news with a view. I'm dude number three, Delta Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. I got a question about age. Uh, when you get due? Well, I think we're done, Miss York. Go ahead. Okay, I, I'm. I'm gonna pose this question. We've got uh, three senate uh, president, two senators that are apparently having some problems. The president doesn't seem to be having as many problems as the two senators, but McConnell had a freeze session when he was trying to make a, a, a news conference. Standing there, couldn't do anything, and people around him were trying to protect him. Feinstein was in a meeting and started to engage in a in a speech when she was just merely supposed to vote. And my question is, Biden has tripped over sandbags and tripped on the airplane, getting an airplane. And McConnell, actually, before he had the freeze incident, they say he fell out of an airplane face first. So what age is, is too old? Grassley's darn near 90 years old. Yeah. Uh, so what age is too old for these folks to be serving public office, do you think? Well, I... I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I know how to answer that, Mr. York. The, uh, uh, clearly, though, it appears that serving in these public offices makes people live longer. Uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, being on the Supreme Court or being in the Senate or whatnot seems to make people live forever. Uh, and maybe because it keeps them engaged and active and that kind of thing. Um, you, know, you know, we had also Robert Byrd. And Strom Thurmond, they stayed in there until they were in the wheelchair, and and their aides were doing the voting for them, and they weren't actually voting because they weren't weren't coherent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, and of course it's a it's a greater problem in the Senate because the terms there are six years. You know, the and in, in the House, two year term. You know, somebody can be up for reelection real quick. And the problem can be addressed by the voters. Uh, in the Senate, uh, 
you know, six six years. Six years when you're 90 is a long time. Uh, so I'm not sure how to I, – I, would I support, I think, uh, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, you know, who they're on after we are here today. Uh, well, there's another show in between, but they're on around – they're on at 11 o'clock. They, they replaced Rush Limbaugh. Uh, they, if I listened to him correctly the other day, they called for, you know, an age limit. Um, I, I don't think I would support that. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm sort of a let the voters decide person. I, but what, what do you yeah. think, Mr. York? I, I don't really support age limit, but at some point, that person's got to realize that they're not effective. And, and bow out. But, you know, who's going to tell them to do it? Most of them that, that are there, like Grassland, Feinstein, and McConnell, they think they're effective, and they have been effective in their particular roles. Well, So, you, you know, know Biden, Biden has always had a, 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 a stumbling problem because he has a foot problem. So, you know, if they're effective in doing their job and, and catering and doing what the American people need, I say... Let them stay, but when they become ineffective, but who's going to tell them? That's the problem, you know. Who's well, going to say, "Hey, you're not effective. You need to buy out." And they're saying, "I am effective. I'm not going to buy out." So, uh, you know, you got a dilemma. Uh, Miss York, you know, I'm I'm of the age where all of my peers uh, have gone through uh, almost all of them by now. Have gone through the death of their parents, and. Uh, you know, Mama, you can't drive anymore. You know, I mean, these conversations do not work out very well, or are no. not easy. You know, and uh, uh, that's so. The same thing, I guess, applies to a politician in office. But um, you know, they they don't want to hear that they are are not ready to do things they've always done. Uh, you know now, but th- this is not new in American politics. Woodrow Wilson uh, suffered a stroke, and I mean he was, you know he 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 he, he was just on life support. He was breathing and 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 they were feeding him somehow with a tube or something. But he he he, he wasn't there. He was all gone, and, mm-hmm. and basically his his wife <laughs> carried out the functions of. You know, sign his name and whatever. Last like Ronald Reagan, you know, in his later years, he was he was uh, really uh, uh, controlled by dementia. You know, Nancy was doing all the politicking for him. Well, I, I think that was after he left office. But um, the uh, you know Woodrow Wilson's wife was effectively the president for I don't know how long, maybe a year or two years of. of of his last term um you know i mean do you have a solution mr York? no i don't really have a solution i'm posing the question see what you all think about it you know uh i i don't think you can just put a, a age limit on it and that suffice because we got younger people who are in politics who are absolutely foolish and these older people have some stability. Some of them have some stability in how they legislate. Very true. So, yeah. So I'm for just let them stay there, and, and we just have to deal with it. You got they're one of many, and if there's an issue to vote, there's other people hopefully that have reasonableness in their voting and legislation, and they can do what they need to do. 
I mean, I yeah, I think the the voters have to decide. I mean, Biden's age and condition is definitely going to be an issue in next year's election. Uh, And, you know, my I mean, that's fair enough. I mean, that's part of what you judge a candidate by. Anyway, Coach Mike Lyle, though, has got an announcement about the Gypsy Kings coming to Nashville November 4th. Yeah, works when I turn the mic on there. Uh, thanks, Doug. The Gypsy Kings are returning to Nashville no- Saturday, November 4th for a trip down memory lane. They'll be performing their greatest hits at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. And uh, they have sold over 20 million records worldwide. So I'm, I'm sure you've heard them somewhere. You may not have recognized the name right off, but I know you've heard their music. And it's a, it's a, it's a great time. They received a Grammy in 2013 in the best world music category so this is a, a fantastic group uh, tony Bagliardo has also collaborated on film works such as the big lebowski uh, by remixing hotel california and the to- and toy story 3 where he collaborated on you've got a friend in me uh, don't miss this great ensemble uh, this live show again mark your Mark your calendar, Saturday, November 4th. Tickets and details are available at toninabayardo.com, a loud and live production. We'll also have free tickets coming up a little closer to the show. Uh, I think we've got about 30 free tickets to give away, so pay attention here to 101.7, and we'll have those. But again, on the calendar, mark it. Saturday, November 4th, the Gypsy Kings are coming to Nashville. Good, Mike. Make sure you give us an update of uh, how the concert goes when you get back that Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see what we can do about that. <laughs> All right. Um, now back to Biden or back back to aged politicians. You know, I, I mean, I just think it's something the voters have to decide. Now, the you know the the Supreme Court justices. I mean, they uh, can stay as long as they like, and there's. You know the, the voters don't get to vote on that. They can stay to stay to the to the uh, pass away, or they can retire earlier. Um, I mean, I, Mister, I, sure, I, I don't have a solution. To I know the problem. it's a tough. It's a tough question. Yeah, no, because you getting up in age yourself. Who's going to tell you get off the mic, Del? Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to do it at some point. And. and yeah. Well, a lot of them will tell you that right now. Well, get I've, off the mic. Shut there, up. There are quite a few of those out there, Mr. York. But, you know, <laughs> uh, at least they're listening. Um, so, I mean, I'd, the only thing I've heard proposed is to set an age limit. And, and I, I, I'm is not, that is that even constitutional? I mean, oh, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't e- know if even, it would be. Even if it's, even if it's legal, uh, uh, yeah, the Constitution sets the uh defines who's eligible to run in the senate run for president that kind of thing um so i i just don't know that uh it, it may not be constitutional but I, I i just wouldn't favor it i i just I, I think we've just you know we've we've rocked along here for 200 years or so and it, it, I, I i just wouldn't favor an age limit I don't, I don't know, you know. I think I think we've just got to take each case as it comes. Diane Feinstein, Mitch McConnell, whatever, uh, and you know, I'm sure they're both having discussions with their state parties and all that kind of thing. The Biden, 
you know, Biden's age and condition is going to be very much an issue in the upcoming presidential election because, you know, it's it's pretty obvious that it's not unlikely that he's uh, it's not it's not likely that he's going to make it through his second term if he's elected. And that means you're really voting. Why is that? Why do you think that? Because people are living longer, Dell. Well, they are, but again, I, I'll go Look back. Grassley at eighty-nine. You know, I know presidency takes a heavy toll on on the human body. Look at the difference between Bill Clinton when he went in and when he came out. Look at the difference between Barack Obama when he went in and came out. Both of them had a head full of gray hair when they came out. <laughs> you know, I, and I'll I'll go back to what I was talking about. A few minutes ago, you know, myself and my peers have all gone through in the last 10 years, basically, you know, where we all lost our parents. And, you know, you can tell, not always, but one of the, you you can tell when they're on a fairly rapid decline. And, And I honestly think Biden is on a fairly rapid decline. I don't wish that for him. Uh, but uh, I, I disagree with that. I don't think he's on a rapid decline. He Del, might have some I, decline. If I can interject, just yeah, uh, Mike, uh, checking checking with our crack research team here. Uh, uh, the the Constitution sets minimum late age limits: uh, thirty five for president, thirty for senator, and twenty five for representative. Only that only sets minimum ages. It does not set a maximum. Well, thus the argument can be made that the Constitution by not speaking to the maximum issue, uh, defined the uh, qualifications to be uh, a senator, congressman, or president, and those are the only qualifications, and they can't be modified or changed without a constitutional amendment. Yeah. Or, or convention, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so so I guess the Constitution is saying the maximum age is expiration. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I, I, that's, when, you, when you keel over, that's it. I, I think that's... You know, now that's, you know, everything is grist for the judicial mill, but um, I think most cases that have come along that, you know, they say, okay, that's what the Constitution says. If the Constitution, if the people who wrote the Constitution had wanted to say more, they would have. And so the Constitution speaks by not speaking, in effect. Uh, That would be the argument. All right, we're taking a break. We'll come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Gypsy Kings featuring Torino Baliardo return to Nashville. With a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. Are you looking to turn your car into cold hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. 
You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry located downtown Columbia has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Stay comfortable and relaxed this July. Heller is keeping you chillin' all summer with free outdoor gear. When you upgrade your home's essential systems, we're giving away free Yeti camping chairs, coolers, backpacks, and more with the purchase of select new HVAC systems, whole home generators, and tankless water heaters. Stay chillin' all summer long. Book your appointment at happyhiller.com today. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, 
rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. The sun is rising Most definitely A new day is coming A new day is coming All right, we're back. Three news with a view. I'm Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right, we're getting a lot of engagement this morning, and that's good. We appreciate that. Yeah, I even got a text this morning. <laughs> yeah, it's all. Uh, it was about it was about schools. Delk said there's two Democrats on the school board, and they're not against charter schools. They they just against the Hillsdale proposal in the program. That's what they're against. They didn't like uh, how they pursued trying to set up a schools in this area. And I think not charter schools. That that was one problem I know one school board member had was, um, you know, give us a location of where you're going to put this school. Tell us where it's going to be because depending on where you say you're going to put it, that could impact uh, that person's, you know, district or area that they represent. And, uh, you know, Scott Sapicki has texted me and he's going to join us tomorrow briefly. Uh, to go over some of this. So, okay. Yeah. Right. Wonderful. Well, let's uh, let me say this, Mr. York. I mean, the, as to the two Democrats on the school board, the, for years the school board elections here in Murray County have been um, nonpartisan general elections, and yep. so at least half the school board. And so the school board serves staggered terms. They're four-year terms. So every two years, half the school board is up for re-election, and uh, and that's how it, that's how it goes, and, and four-year terms. So the school board that we have now, at least half of it was elected in, uh, you know, a, nonpartisan nonpartisan elections where the candidates uh, didn't have to declare their party affiliation. And in these general elections uh, that we've had up until now in Murray County, at least, the none of the candidates really want to announce their party affiliation because they're trying to appeal to both parties, you know. And so, but last fall we had a shift. We had uh, half the school board up for election, and in that in that election they, they were partisan elections. Now, what happened last fall though is that. The Murray County Party itself uh, picked the Republican nominee for school board. Going forward, there will be, for both Democratic and Republican candidates, there will be a primary uh, for the school board uh, elections. So the nature of our school board is changing, and... uh, you know, so the, those those yeah, that's detrimental to education. You know, putting partisan politics on kids. Kids are not Democrats or Republicans. They might be 
be kids of parents who are Democrats and Republicans, but it's about educating the kids. Well, this is ins and outs on that one, I know. Um, but that's going to change the nature of our school board uh, because at, at, as of next fall, we're going to have gone through two two uh, partisan elections where candidates are uh, running as either Republican or Democrat. And so the whole board will be elected on that basis by the time we finish the 24 election cycle. Now, who, what, what did you bring out, Mr. York? I've forgotten where I was. Just trying to explain to people what's happening in, in terms of who's on the school board. I mean, well, I was just pointing out that I got a text about there's two Democrats on the school board, and they weren't against uh, the, the charter schools per se, but they're against the Hillsdale program that was presented. Well, they didn't like what Hillsdale had and the curriculum that they're going to use. You know, I, I proposed. I, I don't know which two members you're talking about, and don't. I mean, and I don't want to assign motives to them that, uh, you know, that I'm not knowledgeable about. But what what I keep seeing on social media and the texts we're getting this morning, there's there are two ways to make up your mind about something. You know, um, you know, am I going to go to church Sunday? Uh, and you could you can you can have an open mind about it and uh you know go through well it's you know it's spiritually important it's important to be a part of congregation to have a relationship with god you know you you can go through all the reasons that you might go to church and then the intellectually honest way to do it and it's hard for all of us to do it is to not make up your mind if you're going to church until you get all the factors pro and con you know down on a piece of paper or in your head then you weigh those factors and you um decide to go to church you know now if you already don't want to go to church the other way of reasoning is to come to a conclusion and then come up with a bunch of facts to support your conclusion and you know i learned this the hard way when trying to persuade juries uh most of most what what we ask them to do in, in jury instructions and the judge and whatever is to consider all the facts pro and con and then come to a conclusion but in fact what people usually do is you know get into the jury room and go with whatever they've already decided and find a bunch of reasons to support it. Uh, you know, that's what's going on. I, I don't think that happened. I think these board members certainly did research and did the due diligence that they're supposed to and voted based on the issue. Well, I, now, I don't, you know, I don't People wanna... can make all kind of allegations about why they did it, but they, they voted based on what they saw was the need in Murray County well, and the importance I, 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 of, I, of educating kids. And, and I don't want to – I mean – I don't know which two members you're talking about, and and uh, I, I I certainly don't know why they voted this way or that. But I am I am saying that uh, Democrats on social media and all the engagement we've gotten this morning uh, are you know decided a long time ago if they were for. I mean, they're just opposed to charter schools. Now, I mean, I can respect that. They just they're just opposed, and so they go but, looking but, for reasons. 
Yeah, but the feedback I got from two board members that I don't think they were Democrats said that, you know, Hillsdale didn't have a track record. They came up with pie in the sky stuff, and that wasn't going to cut it for the kids of Murray County. Well, Mr. York, I don't want to say they didn't honestly feel that way because I don't know. But uh, it, it just I'm just commenting on what I've seen on social media and the comments we've got. We had a fellow Texas in here a while ago who's Texas in the past. He's obviously a, a Democrat, uh, a liberal, and by his comments that we've gotten over the months and years. And uh, he wants to point out that I said Hillsdale would build a school and he says no Hillsdale didn't say that Hillsdale said they would provide a school building okay what difference does that make <laughs> I mean and then temporary he, shelter somewhere well <laughs> Miss York they're public schools that they they have to meet state requirements for public school buildings uh, you you can have a temporary. We used them when I was on the school board because we didn't have enough room. You can you can modify a building that will suffice for educating kids. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those buildings that are temporary, they tow them in. They're sort of like really big trailer homes or something. But um, you know, I don't know how that fits in this. Uh, obviously, public schools have the ability to do that when they need to. I don't know what specs those uh temporary buildings are required to have you know uh but there are state codes on you know fire safety sprinklers blah 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 that that are uh pretty difficult to meet and um not like i say i think they would have fared out far better if they would have had a location a building pitches to show parents where a show school board members where they were going to educate kids and they had none of that yeah i think that was uh i, th- I think that that played a huge role and and at least a couple uh, at least one or two people i know on the school board well maybe it did i just think it, it, it at least it line and again i don't want to speak for any school board particular member because i have not talked to any of them and and I don't want to say that they're not that they're disingenuous because I have no reason to think that. Uh, but I do think that there are people out there, and some of these school board members who just—I mean, it, it's okay—they just don't like charter schools. They don't like the idea. Uh, well, didn't Agathos have a building before they opened up for school kids? Didn't they have a location in the building? Uh. Yeah, they did. The interesting thing about Agathos, I was I was thinking about going off on that tangent. They they rent uh, space cheaply from the uh, Methodist Church here in downtown Columbia, which has a huge Sunday school building, and you know six days a week nobody's using it, and so they they rent Agathos rent space from them. Now, the thing is. I mean, I've I've heard these discussions with the Agathos people. Now, those Agathos is a private school, so they're not in they're not bound by state codes on buildings. You know, a, a Riverside school, for instance, couldn't rent space from the Methodist Church because the Methodist Church uh, Sunday School building doesn't meet with all the codes required for school building space in Tennessee, even though it's nice, roomy, airy. You know, but it just it, it it would not qualify as a building for a public school. Um, go ahead, Michelle. You know, my other th- my other thing is, I, 
I I wonder, uh, and and this this is something that's in the back of my mind. These folks come from Michigan, slick talkers. They didn't approach Kentucky. They approached Tennessee because Bill Lee was acceptable to the game. And they just figured they were going to take advantage of some dumb Southerners, just like Larry Larry Orrin said about educators in in this state. And I think that played a big part. That was in the back of a lot of people's mind. Oh, again. Uh, the devil, your head is going to talk down about people in this state, about educators in this in these school systems, and then say they're going to start a, something that, that's new that you don't have a picture or a place for. Well, Miss York, I mean, clearly you don't like them or the horse they rode in on. Um, that's, um, I mean... Uh, uh, Okay, if you feel that way, you feel that way. Uh, but uh, you you just don't like these people and don't like anything they have to say. And uh, <laughs> it's all it's all to the state now. Yeah, I mean it's going to be up to the yeah, state. Yeah, it's going to go to the state. It's going to go up to the state commission. And again, clearly though, I mean, if you want to get in that cesspool of social media, which I did because I was curious about this. Yeah, people's opinions on this falls along party lines. Republicans favor it. Two thirds of Murray County is Republican. The will of this county and its voters is to have charter schools. Uh, so, and that 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 takes you right back to how you know to, to our, what's going on with our school board. But we we have a school board, and 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 I, I, I'm going to assume for the purpose of argument that they had honest problems whatever but uh they they just some of them just don't are skeptical of charter schools and yeah well sometimes they'll that's be okay i mean that's okay you have to vote for the best interest of the kids people want all kind of things when i was on the school board but we had to vote for the best interest of the kids in murray county and i think that's what they did well, I think that the Republican Party and the uh, and the voters in Murray County would like to see something done differently in our school system. Uh, our and Clayton's right; the scores have been rising, but they're rising from.